0: Hey, Peter. Hey. I've been working on this new technique where I put my palms to the sky and I try to play Bach preludes. You want to hear? Uh, Yes. It's a work in progress. That's a real backhanded compliment. You just played that keyboard. Adam And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily music advice and inspiration and life analysis coming at you. Now, Peter, you ended the last episode by singing us out. And um, yes. I was wondering if maybe you wanted to sing us back in. Well,
1: I don't know, Adam Menace.
0: with one N but two S's. Wait, we've been friends for a few years now, and are you just now getting that my name is spelled? I have with to one think end? about it every time. It I mean, is a weird spelling. It doesn't make any sense. Is
1: it though? I mean, is that a what? What, what is the etymology of of the mannest name? Scottish. Scottish. Yeah. Oh, how's your Scottish accent? Can we offend some Scots with uh, some attempts at a Scottish accent? I'd rather. Oh, that is so bad. Wow. No, I'd <laughs> rather.
0: You know, I, I have. We have a couple of Scots in the uh, daily of practice session. Did you know that? No. We have like Who's two that? or three. Okay. Yeah. But we don't uh, want to name them. Of uh, Scottish origin, So so. I have a little bit of Scottish origin Maybe not as much as you But
1: on, on my pop's side One of the grand great, uh, Pretty far back But yeah there's some Scottish heritage uh, Here too And I have some relatives in Scotland not But on the other side of the family In Edinburgh
0: Oh really? Yeah So your dad See this is so interesting right yeah. I think our people Were probably in the Carolinas Around the same time Because a right. lot of Scots Came to the Carolinas That's right. North They Carolina, thought they right. were in New York Right 100 years
1: later They realized they were A little farther they south They were in Raleigh-Durham <laughs> That's
0: right <laughs> No, but so the Manuses were – there's so many Manuses in Carolina. They yeah. call them Manuses, which is wrong. <laughs> but uh, uh, they all came from Scotland, and they settled in North Carolina. And then you said your dad's people were from Scotland, and yep. then they came to North Carolina too. Is that right? That is right. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Bam. There's some There's some cousins back there somewhere, I swear. That's right. Um,
1: hopefully not the kissing cousins kind well, that are yeah. common down there.
0: <laughs> um,
1: oh, so, okay, yeah. So we, uh what are we talking about today? Today <laughs> we're talking
0: <laughs> That was awkward. <laughs> well, I'm trying to... That was awkward and inappropriate. <laughs> Sorry. Uh We have a question. We have another email. You know, I just found all these in my... They were in my trash folder. Don't ask how they got there. Are you there. serious?
1: No. I was kidding before. I was no, no, no. Uh, well, we have on... a new system. We're going to get all the... And look, you can always ask us a question. Oh, no, we were just finishing up the... uh the shout
0: out. We have one more, but I'll do it at the end. From oh, my, right on. Yeah, yeah. Give us a uh don't uh, oh no, that's the same one. You so know what we, I am digging with the with the Hammer eighty eights on the cause we're doing audio only podcasts right now, these recordings, yeah. and just being able to accompany ourselves. It's I know, good. I but why do we when, once we do it, we our default is very cocktail esque. Is it? It's, it's a little maybe, bit maybe yours, is It's either gospel-y
1: or cocktaily. It's I go straight very shoey-gaze. really jazzy. Shoegazing. Shoegazing.
0: You know what I'm saying? We have a question from Rob on email. Give me a little, give me a little shoegaze, please. A little shoecase, please. Thank you. Rob says, I wonder if you would address two piano technique topics. Pedal technique. What are good and not good uses of the sustain pedal? Should the pedal be almost always in use or only rarely? Is it okay to use the pedal for connecting block chord passages or is using the pedal a sign of bad technique? It's a sign of weakness. Uh, there's a bonus question that we can get to later. And then glissandos. I've heard both of you use these. You know, we'll get to the second question later. Ouch. Let's just let's just deal with the pedal yeah. technique first. What are good and not good uses of the sustained pedal? Should the pedal be almost always unused or only rarely? So well, why don't you start?
1: Well, why does it have to be one of those two?
0: Yeah, well, exactly. Because <laughs> it usually is with beginner or intermediate players. They're usually yeah. using way too much, in my experience. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I mean, rarely do we come across a situation where we say, ooh, they're not using enough pedal.
0: Yeah, we we. Uh, I've never actually said you should use more pedal. Said no one ever. Yeah. you should use more pedal. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So I think that for al- almost everybody, the the situation is either going to be like, wow, that was a perfect amount, which is really normally when you listen to someone, you don't notice it.
0: That's like, exactly right. Like
1: like you want to you want to hear a tune, a performance, or even like a segment of of an improvisation. And, and look, this is all part of the challenges of playing and the joys of playing jazz piano are that we don't have a chance to ultimately plan these things out, just like everything else that we're playing. Pedal is integral, and good pedal technique, I think, can be a very effective ways to to ultimately tell your story through this instrument. 100%. And, and, and to make it more human-sounding and less percussive, and, and not, per, not less percussive, but less only a percussive instrument, like to really, like, to, to make the instrument bigger and more nuanced and, and it, able, easier to speak. It's a tool of expression. A tool of expression, like, exactly. And so I think that good pedal technique can be practiced, but ultimately, as you're practicing, the way to go next level with it for jazz is to not just learn it from the classical standpoint, although that's certainly how I learned it and what my concept is is it, but to really understand and listen as you're practicing good pedal technique, like how it affects different situations, and internalize that and make it as intuitive as possible so that when you... Or improvising, it becomes just like another appendage of what you're doing. It's not like, oh, am I using enough pedal? Or am I not using enough? Like you understand so innately how it affects the sound that your foot's just going at the right times, you know. For sure. But but that only comes from listening. People think it's about like weight and uh, and and where you're putting your foot on it. Yeah, I mean, from a technical standpoint, as you're learning it, it's that. But how you actually regulate that is you have those those things. In, in mind, but you're thinking about the musical message that you want to make and you're making those adjustments just as a great, you know, LeBron James is dribbling down the court, you know, and he switches to the left hand because the defender's coming, not because he's like, oh, it's time to use my left-hand technique. No, he's he's playing chess. He's a step ahead seeing how he's going to get the alley-oop. That's right. He, that's just a means to an end to tell his story of getting down the court. So I think the pedal is like, look, you press the pedal like I'm doing
0: now, and it makes no music on its own. Mm-hmm. So it's an accessory. It is. It's an accessory to the crime. That's right. And, you know, to get specific about, you're talking about is it okay to use the pedal for connecting block chords? Like there's no rule against using or not using the pedal, but what you really want to be able to do is practice as much as you can. I don't have a pedal over here. I took it for something else. <laughs> uh, so I can't use it, but that's good like I want to be able to use as little as possible and that way when I apply the pedal like if I'm in performance on a real piano that has a pedal I can link all these up with just a touch right yep. just the minimal amount it really is then me singing with these block chords and that pedal is just a very light aid in it but what what you hear are beginner or intermediate players just laying on that pedal and they don't then develop a nice legato touch they don't they don't they aren't able to comp In a way that connects voicings. Yeah. Like there's stuff like this. Perfect example, right? Like I'm able to go with my fourth and fifth fingers here on top and on bottom. A way that makes this chord sound more connected than if you were to look at like the MIDI samples of it than it actually is, right? I don't even actually have to change my fingers because I practice using my fingers like shock, shocks and struts on a car Yeah. that I can go very fast between. So if I'm using pedal to get that sound, I never develop that finger technique. You want to get the sound of it smooth in your... in your, And you can do this. It doesn't have to be black chords. Any comping. It's a dry sound. Right, but I'm able to connect it in a way that it's not like... Right. Like... And then when I add pedal, if I wanted to add pedal, I can connect it even more. I mean, it, it really is something that you need to, uh, oh, here's a good bonus. Something you need to work on. What are the other pedals, uh, Sostenuto and Una corda? Um, oh. what about the other pedals? Do you ever oh. use these? So yeah, I use the, uh, Sostenuto all the time. I've used the Una Korda. Yeah like twice (laughs) in my professional career.
1: Yeah. The unicorda. it's, it's funny because it potentially, I mean, it's the most, you know, for the right situation, it's kind of the most powerful of the three. Oh
0: yeah. You, I mean the, the, the times I've used it, I couldn't imagine not having it. Yeah. It was so useful.
1: I remember some classical pieces, some modern stuff I played years ago, you know, required it or, or called on it. Um, I mean it, it notated it. Yeah. And, um, there's been a couple ballad situations where I, I'll work something out with it, and then I usually, by the time I get to the gig, I kinda abandon it. Not that it wouldn't work good, I don't know, it just,
0: yeah, so I've, I'm the same way. I've rarely used it. Um, the sostenuto pedal, I think, could be one of the most expressive parts of an instrument. Yeah, and yeah.
1: I, you know, I'm I i now that's I, I'm pretty good about not overusing the sustain pedal, I think, Yeah. although I'm sure somebody could easily find a YouTube video of me overdoing it, but I try not to, I mean, I've, I've kinda tuned my ear to that. I do occasionally, not going to lie, I overuse these the soft, I grew up calling it the soft pedal. I do these, too. Yes, the yeah. sostenuto. But um, I use that sometimes but to it, control instruments that I'm not crazy about the sound on them. Well, because you, know you know can I mean? affect the
0: sound. You can yeah. change the tone. You can darken up an instrument quite yeah, a bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, on most panels, the way that the action is working, I mean, this depends a little bit, but... You know, you're moving over, and just you're playing less strings. Right. You know,
0: so or you're on a different part of the hammer that doesn't get hit a lot, right? You know, it's right. a little softer, but not softer. all of them are lined up evenly. Yeah. with you
1: know, but I find that you know, I do find it's like the better the instrument, the less I use. Totally, one hundred percent. But there's sometimes like on a ballad, especially Dude. a company and playing when there's nothing like like it's that like I always think about it. You know, on a string instruments, you can put the mute on, yeah,
0: like those rubber mutes.
1: It's almost like that. Or what
0: know? about on like a, a cool sound on like a nice soft easy swinger right here. Yeah. Because like, you know the thing with the soft pedal is is you don't have to go all the way down, right like there, it has a beautiful range, yeah, and every piano is different, yeah, and so sometimes on those light swingers, this range of the piano up here with yeah. that soft, if you half soft that yeah. pedal, yeah, I mean, I'm on a friggin hammer <laughs> eighty eight here with no pedals at all. there's no way I'm getting it, but yeah. you understand like you you can soften up that tone and make it just like nice and punchy and beautiful, man it's great, yeah, and
1: I find like i'm I've been in the studio before and so there was a time. And, and a lot of these instruments are still around and they haven't necessarily aged great these Yamaha C7s and yeah. like they're great instruments but you know like anything they're played a lot they're sitting in studios and the temperature's maybe changing but sometimes in that same register you're talking about that kind of you know alto register you'll you can kind of control the edge a yep, little bit of totally. for the lines by totally. by just moving and i like the, the this concept and look all the pedals you can that's not done enough it's like the gradients of, of, of how much you're pushing down is so important to practice with I, and learn that
0: I don't even think about it on the sustain pedal I think oh, about God, it more on the soft so pedal so important on the, but I, it is. I find
1: myself like just kind of on instinct just just barely putting the Me sustain too, yeah. so that you don't get that muddy sound you know you can and,
0: just literally just feather that sustain so they're just yeah. lifting just barely off oh if you
1: guys could see right just how that's tenderly just he's so demonstrating no, he pulled you know he, pull out
0: a feather that was weird oh. <laughs> an actual feather I uh, have up here between us so Rob says I've heard both of you uh, glissandos
1: now I rarely play
0: glissandos oh, I've heard both of you use these I'm says super both. desperate when I do it no I I've, know, I've,
1: me- I've done it but only in very desperate times I mean I'm like the audience just has a tomato in their hand and is about to throw it
0: <laughs> oh you're going dopio yo, I'm going Harry Connick Jr <laughs> or what about the, if I had a sustain pedal <laughs> <laughs> a little harp effect. Yeah. Uh, I've heard both of you use these, but I never learned how to do them right, and they hurt my hand. Yeah, I don't yeah, really do. know <laughs> either. I've seen I see in movies like guys use their thumb. Yeah, Chico uh, Marks, Remember? I'm like, what kind of own. psychopath uses their thumb? Yeah, yeah. So the one that I love the most actually is a really uh, you we don't, don't use... mask. Maybe that would work. That's that's kind of difficult. <laughs> now you got to use a different mask, man. <laughs> Now, the one that I love, my favorite style of glissando, Nat King Cole. uses yeah. use this all the time. Oh, like the one octave.
1: Yeah. Like, like just... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a specific interval, yeah. It's like, you got to go from A
0: to B. Why not Why not slide on over? <laughs> he wouldn't do that, but like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really is a... It becomes almost... Are you going
1: up on your nail on that
0: one? Yeah. Like my third finger, usually. Yeah. Liberace was kind of the master of the glissando.
1: Fun fact: Liberace is from Milwaukee, hometown
0: of Jeffrey Dahmer. Nice, nice, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, Milwaukee's a little more than that. My other favorite one is Oscar Peterson Carlisle. style, or no, sorry, um, Art Tatum. Either one. I think both of these guys <laughs> do this, but I can't. I can't even do it.
1: That, that hurts.
0: Yeah. So it'd be like one, two, one, two, three, and I can't do it. <laughs> Timing it like a triplet. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, it sounds like it's in time perfectly. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's really. I like
1: the one now. This I might have done at some seriously some desperate situations where you're kind of white key, but you're throwing in some chromatic, like you're grabbing a couple of black
0: keys at the same time.
1: You know, it's just kind of a
0: help. I'm playing the blues or something. (laughs) I'll do. I'll rip on some organ swipes. doesn't work on the piano at all oh, the visuals here i do process. like you know what i love though is like a nice low sweep this isn't even glissando <laughs> it's kind of a growl. a roll a grungy of your hand growl. Yeah. yeah i think it works yeah. really well on the piano yep. uh then rob concludes now if
1: you he might be referring he, he, you, rob might have known about my violin playing years now
0: there now there i was all about the gliss there yeah that's right yeah <laughs> the chromatic gliss <laughs> Uh, he concludes with, thanks so much for the podcast and all the incredible stuff you guys are putting into the world these days. Shelter-in-Place concerts, the DGPS sessions. Rob, you're you're speaking our language here. Oh, I'm not speaking you language. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> Traditionally.
1: <laughs> Whoa. He's playing a glissando. He's not playing a misnomer. I don't know what that is. Play a glissando. I
0: don't think so.
1: <laughs> you gotta sing it, don't say it. You can sing it, don't say it. it's hard to play it while I'm singing it. Oh, now Herbie did that. Now, now <laughs> Herbie a did glissando. play glissando. had like a sitar-esque. Kind yeah, of damn right it did. <laughs> you got super like trying to express
0: ourselves here, right? Yeah when all those fails, don't even glissando, pitch bend. I mean you could probably program difference? this to do a couple octaves, so go for it. <laughs> oh there you go. Love it. Well yeah.
1: till tomorrow. You'll hear it.